When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. yeah. Hey everybody, my name is Matt Minnick and this is Coach Speak. Rough weekend for the Bengals and I got to tell you, from the beginning, that one just felt weird. It, you know, really odd turnovers, bunch of injuries. You know, I've coached in games like that before where right away it just seems off. And, you know, I, I remember one game, it was uh, it was down on the water uh, on the coast and really cold, kind of rainy, just gross day. Uh, defensive tackle ended up dislocating his shoulder in pregame warm-ups. And we didn't even, like we didn't even go that hard in pregame warmups or anything like that. Um, it, you know, sometimes it's just like those weird things. It usually it's something to do with weather, and it's usually somebody's on the road. Um, you know, this is a home game and not a crazy weather game, and still you just like you see those weird turnovers, and you see uh, you know the chase one. Like who, who who's ever done something like that before? You know, uh, that the interception that we're chase kind of popped in the ball um yes yeah, so, i mean just a just a weird weird day and you know you just get the feeling it's like hey just this this wasn't it this wasn't the day this wasn't meant to be um very odd you know t higgins actually talked about this after the game he said he felt they came out flat you know which again something that you don't see as much in home games uh you know you sometimes travel uh, can can play a role in that. This was a later game. Uh, also could play a role. You know, like it's a little bit different. It changes your schedule. So that there's a team that isn't used to playing a lot of prime time. This is a team that isn't used to playing these afternoon games. So that can definitely play a part. But, yeah, just, just a weird one all around. You know, uh, Zach Taylor denied that they came out flat. Uh, but... Again, this is Coach Speak, and Zach Taylor's going to deny things like that. Um, he is not a guy who puts things on the players. Um, and, you know, talks about things along those lines uh, where, where it could be seen in that way. He is a guy that, that, that takes accountability, though, and, and I thought that was really impressive how, like, that, that two-point conversion attempt, uh, the first one where, well, they didn't even attempt it. They came out. They called a timeout, and then they took the penalty for delay of game after the timeout. Obviously, that's ridiculous. That's terrible game management on his part. And he came around and said it. He's like, yep, I screwed it up. He's like, that's 100% on me. Um, so, you know, good to good to see that, and you, you appreciate that. Especially, again, this is called Coach Speak, and, and that's a little tongue-in-cheek because we, we like to talk about how coaches do those sort of things. But... He's wearing that mistake. Uh, so, good to see that. He pointed to the penalties, turnovers, and, 
really both those things are inconsistency, you know, with the offense, which is something he's also talked about recently. Um, really, really inconsistent on offense, uh, being able to put together full games, you know, and and come away in a good position. The only real silver line, the only good thing is, I mean, they went down 24 nothing, and his team didn't quit. You know, they kept fighting. They, they came back. Again, we look at the two-point conversion situation and some other things. Like, they could have been right there. They were two points away. You've got the ball. You're starting to drive in the second quarter. And Joe Mixon, who never fumbles, puts the ball on the ground, and, and, and they return for a touchdown. I mean, at that point, the defense was starting to look a little bit better. Uh, they were starting to kind of find their own. The Chargers really didn't look like they had a ton of fight to me. You know, and I, and I feel like that really breathed new life into the Chargers when that happened. They basically got a freebie, you know, pops up and just the position you're in, there's nobody between him and the end zone, uh, nobody to run him down. And that was it. I mean, that was the, the big turning point of the game. You know, you had the, the comeback, uh, it stopped short there, and then it was pretty much over at that point. Uh, now... You know, there's some frustration here. You see this game, you see a few weeks ago before the bye with the loss to the Browns. Zach Taylor talks about how this team can win in multiple ways. And he talked about that early in the year when they they found a few different ways to win games. But to me, it's like they have to choose the way. You know, it's got to be the way they're supposed to do it. Uh, it's got to be the game plan. And, and like the Browns is a great example. You know, that, that's a game where you know they can run the ball. You know, you know that they want to play with a lead. And you made some mistakes early on. And you let them get that lead. And that put you in a bad spot. You know, you got to take, take Chubb out of the game by putting some points on the board. You know, by, by accumulating some points, put the game in Baker's hands because – you're going to feel much better about that than putting in the in the hands of, of that, that Cleveland run game. And, you know, I think that's kind of what the Bengals want to be able to do. You know, they, they want to be able to score some points, uh, but they want to be able to close it out, you know, get a lead, close it out with Joe Mixon. Um, they want to be able to be consistent in that run game, stay in good position. And, yeah, you, you, you go down by a bunch of points, it you can't be balanced. You know, and if you're not balanced, you know, Again, what's the value of that? Well, I mean, a big part of it is it's pass protection. You know, if they know you get a pass, they're going to tee off on you every time. You know, the, the defensive line has got to even up their stances a little bit, you know, uh, be ready to take on base blocks and reaches and things like that if, if they're considering the chance of a run. Uh, but when you know you're in that must-pass situation, they can tee off after you they can get after it you know Zach Taylor talked about how he felt like the Chargers emptied the tank you know that they showed them everything and I thought this is kind of an interesting thing that, that he talked about because I've never had this type of philosophy before uh, but now I'm going to put more attention to it and see if it's something that happens in the NFL a lot but basically he's like well you know like when things everything's going right you just keep throwing crap at them because everything's working. <laughs> you, know? you know, to me, it's I've always looked at it like, hey, if it's working, just keep rolling with that. Uh, you know, run a few things and, and hey, like if we're winning, let's not show our hand. 
you know, let's not give up some of our tricks that we might need in some of those games. Uh, but, you know, it sounds like Taylor's philosophy, and again, I'll have to, I'll have to look a little closer at it, uh, maybe the NFL's philosophy is, hey, if it's if it's if this is working, let's try that, that, and that, you know. Um, so, yeah, like you're going to see more exotic blitzes and them having fun getting after it uh, when they know you're in a position where you have to pass the ball. So, really, game flow is huge for this team. Uh, they're dependent on playing, you know, the game they want to play. You know, you can see that, and I, and I think that that's why the Browns don't worry me as much because I think that game got bad because of the mistakes they made. This game got bad because of some mistakes they made. If, it, if like, Chase catches that ball and scores a touchdown, like, we're having a completely different week probably. Um, I'm going to paraphrase the art of war here, but, like, there's, there's something in the art of war in Sun Tzu that's it's basically – if you know you can't win, you know, and, and if you know you're you're outgunned, don't engage. But if you have to engage, engage on your own terms. And and I think that's might be to some extent where the where the Bengals are. You know, they know a team like the Browns, like they get into that kind of game that the Browns want to play, they know they're going to be outgunned in it. But if they can engage on their own terms, they're going to be in a good position. So I, I think that's something we have to look out for going forward. Is you know, can they? control that game flow these mistakes whether it be turnovers whether it be penalties just keep effing them right putting them behind the sticks putting them behind the scoreboard and like it just puts them in a really really bad spot so they've got to figure that out you know they've got a a matchup this week I think the 49ers like looking at at the rest of the schedule like back half of of the year here I think it's one of the most winnable games uh, just on a on a talent standpoint, I, I don't think they're really outgunned overall, uh, but it will provide some real challenges. You know, I think the the battle up front, you know, uh, with the lines, who can win the line of scrimmage? And that's not something that's been a strong suit for the Bengals, particularly offensively. Um, but I, you know, I think on both ends, it's going to be a, a real test. I think that gives you a better run defense to go against than, than some of the ones they've seen recently, at least. Uh, you know, Ken Mixon still put up some crazy numbers. I think the the run defense, you know, the Bengals are definitely going to have their work cut out for them there because Kyle Shanahan and, and crew do a great job there. And, look, we're seeing a number of injuries that are going to affect both of those areas. You know, from the offensive line injuries over the last couple of weeks we've seen, linebacker injuries are really stacking up and I mean it's one of those things that Logan Wilson goes down and you still have Bailey and Akeem Davis Gaither you know it sucks but you're like well we got these other young guys and and now um you know we'll see what's going on with Bailey but uh, Davis Gaither on IRR like you got real thin real fast you know we'll see if they make a move at that spot or what's going on with it but the injuries are are starting to accumulate